0: And welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet that covers every single comic book-based TV show or comic book-based celebrity pilot. My name is Ryan, and I am at the Pop Filter Studios, ready to do an episode of the Superhero Show Show, and being patched in from, I guess, the Pop Filter holiday party that I am not at, but he is, is Mike. Mike, where the fuck are you?
1: Hey Ryan, we're here just on the 63rd floor of the New World Trade Center and we are having a blast. Okay. Oh my god, thank you so much. Somebody has to man that store at all times. Thank you for drawing that short straw because the shit that's going on with the board and Cassie behind me, oh my god. Taylor just came in on a unicycle juggling pixie sticks while snorting a bear's feet. It was wild.
0: A unicycle is a horse but there's a wheel for a horn.
1: Wheel for a horn, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, you're right, Mike. A lot of people don't know this, but where I'm recording from right now is at the studios on stage, but to my left is a drive through window where mm-hmm. we sell our merchandise. Yes. Um, if someone's not here to work that, we don't sell any merch tonight.
1: It's, it's fireman rules. We work uh, 82 hours on, 35 hours off. Um, and by
0: the way, all the shows that we watch for preparation for this podcast, those, those don't count as work hours. You do that in your own time. 82 no, hours figured. of non TV watching.
1: TV watching. You do that in your 35 hours, my friend. Uh, and it's, I, I mean, I feel happy for you. I feel bad for me. All this fun's going around around me. I was having fun right before I came on here, but like, and maybe I'll, on the breaks I'll have fun, but I i just have to pretend like it's not going on around me. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. So my life's uh, hard. you're recording currently sitting on a Xerox machine, uh, Xerox in your. The whole balls. fruit bowl.
1: 2022, Ryan, fruit bowl's coming back.
0: Okay, good. I was worried that the fruit bowl had been gone for too what long. Else should come
1: back. Uh, no, There's I mean I, hose?
0: Th- that obvious tattoo that everyone should get. Um, but yeah, it looks like I can see behind you. Uh, lots of people wearing nothing but Garland,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and that's by Garland. I mean pictures of Alex Garland, the director of Ex Machina and Annihilation.
1: And I'm in uh, a full Alex Garland skin suit.
0: And I'm I'm so sorry. Did they provide a Xerox machine for literally every guest that's there tonight? It looks like every single one of you is sitting on a Xerox machine.
1: That was the holiday gift this year, only for attendees, only for in-person attendees. Well, there's probably
0: one for me somewhere, right?
1: Uh, I don't. I'm looking over, and what Greg is doing to the secretary. I don't think you want your fucking Xerox machine, my friend. Okay, a lot of ecor. Uh, I didn't know humans had ecor in them. Am I saying that correctly? Humans, yes,
0: ecor. Ecorla, um, it looks like I can see uh, Caitlin in the back putting one droplet of eggnog into a giant jar of rum, mm-hmm. like She's a bucket crazy. of rum, a cauldron of rum. There's
1: a giant cauldron of rum, and she put that one eggnog. Now I can't eat. Yeah, I'm allergic. Thanks, Caitlin. <laughs> this asshole. So
0: you'll just have to find a different cauldron of non-egged nogged rum.
1: Oh, over there. There's there's oh, there's okay. every every kind of-, <laughs> of rum. There's cauldrons of it, my friend. Is there From any- Malibu to Sailor Jerry.
0: Is there any non-rum cauldron in the building right now?
1: There is Caitlyn's eggnog cauldron that she is eye-dropping one at a time into everything else. by right, the okay.
0: now. There's got to be an easier way to get eggnog into shit.
1: I think oh, just by, pour it.
0: By the way, tell her uh, for me. And I don't want to, like, you know, ruffle any feathers or go out on any limbs here. But eggnog fucking sucks, and Caitlyn needs to oh. fucking stop it.
1: Eggnog sex, but the ruffling feather corners over there, and I do not want to describe what I'm seeing in those feathers getting ruffled. It's a little like uh, that townsperson and the French maid as a duster, if you know what I'm saying.
0: It looks like a lot of people are wearing those long, feathery scarves, and I want them to stop, but I don't want to be a BOA constrictor.
1: Oh I don't get it.
0: Do you see what how much fun I could be by like, giving, providing everyone if I was there, telling short things straws like a boa short constrictor. Straws,
1: and we all voted to give you the short straw, my friend based on penis size yeah it's in reverse chronological order of penis size
0: i i thought it was just the short straw thing but no because my penis is the youngest only my penis has benjamin button's disease it's
1: youngest and longest combination it looks like a little fucking baby wrinkly ass brad pitt
0: well mike i want to get you back to the office party thank Um, you and all right you have a good show Maybe, well, hold on one second. T- oh, we, no, we have a couple of things to talk about. Uh, I was thinking that maybe, and this is, you know, this might sound weird, but let's record this, okay. and then you come over, you work the window, and I'll go have
1: just a drink or two at the office party. I mean, it's a nine-hour flight to Munich. Do you really think that makes sense? That's where the office party was this year. It sucks that you're still in Burbank, man. The
0: new World Trade Center is in Munich. Burbank.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's more trade centers all over. It's the world. The whole world, Ryan. <laughs> I guess they all trade
0: at their centers. All right, Mike. uh, Where else do you
1: get new Pokemon cards? Well, I have good news for
0: you other than the fact that you're at a party and I'm not, uh, which is the first time that's been the case. Honestly,
1: that's my fucking nightmare. (laughs) The only time I like being at a party is when you're there. This is awful.
0: Why are you you smashing up and snorting Lexapro right now? Are you okay?
1: (laughs) I don't feel great. I need that cartoon ghost to float over and tell me how good it's going to be.
0: We're going to take a break and when we come back, uh, the Walking Dead World Beyond finale. (laughs) On the final episode of The Walking Dead, World Beyond, the gang of youngsters is finally about to make it home. Probably not without a couple of deaths and or missing limbs, though. Meanwhile, the CRM, I think? Remember? Kerm. Kerm. Uh, Kerm has imprisoned Julia Ormond, and now Jadis will lead us into the future of The Walking Dead, whatever that means. Mike, we'll get to that post credit scene in a minute, but before that, I ask you this. What about this episode made you a little regretful that we didn't cover more of this show on the podcast? Yeah, answer that shit motherfucker
1: i can answer this so easily two uh, syllables who's gentleman huck because i know huck is a he ain't catch a frog without getting a tadpole yeah she died but who's her shaved head friend he had this felix, felix had a bow stuff that he screwed together and then two blades came out that was okay. dope as shit In the middle of watching this alone with a computer on my belly, I went, fuck, which is normally reserved for movie theaters surrounded by people.
0: So Patreon listeners know that the bonus episode this week was us talking about the five worst gifts to get somebody and what you should get them instead. For all five, Mike, you said you should get them instead. A bow staff that tied together and blades came out.
1: Dual blade staff thing. He Not only did he uh, stab his nemesis in the stomach, he then put his foot on the staff and stepped on it. So the guy's guts just spilled out everywhere. And I went, do they do this stuff every week? Am I being a dumbass? Because, <laughs> Ryan, I will sit through a lot of dumbass dialogue if I get to see violence like that week in, week out.
0: Yeah, I mean, violence with uh, very special weapons, I think. That That's was the key. brutal.
1: Oh, yeah, and then even Corduroy, who no longer wears Corduroy, uh, has this weird, like, axe made out of a gear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked that a lot, too. He's this... What this finale taught me is that these two years of our life took two months in these kids' lives, Mm -hmm. which does feel accurate in how adults look at kids' lives. Uh, Because he went from being like a nebbish little, like, I don't know, I'm wearing corduroy. What are we doing, guys? To being like, I can fight one-handed now with this gear axe.
0: I mean, Mike, he went from wearing corduroy to not wearing corduroy. That's That's the biggest arc a character can make.
1: There's no more boogers on his clothes in the finale. (laughs)
0: And do we have to we that's common knowledge, right? We don't have to explain that if you listen Corduroi to you, you know
1: how we feel about corduroy in general as a fabric. Okay What are, what are the through lines when we're not talking about superhero or comic book based TV shows run? What are the through lines that stand out to you?
0: Of the podcast?
1: Yeah. It's, besides, uh, besides Besides Corduroy's
0: or Booger Farms?
1: Besides corduroys or booger farms, uh people from Pennsylvania are trash folk that they yes. throw batteries at Santa and they beat up robots. That's the big one. Oh, if any of my family ever listens, I think I'll be disowned.
0: (laughs) Also, your Italian family, I believe, and this is from stuff that you and they told me, uh, puts chest hair in all their food. Is that how Italian food
1: works? They do, and they always look at me and say, don't gaba in your ghoul, and Uh I don't know what that means, man.
0: (laughs) Uh, You never show a ghoul or a ghost your gaba gaba.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Cuz they hate Aquabats, therefore they would also hate yoga. They
0: don't want to be a gabagool. Marron. Okay. Um as- aside from all of the uh blade staff that we had. Mm-hmm. And this is probably the best blade staff I've seen than uh the people who were t- behind the scenes on the Wesley Snipes movie. Oh. Uh, d- what about what the Shanae? what are the Let's talk about the four kids and their relationships and all the drama that they had to go through. Mm-hmm. Was this Better, worse, or basically the same as all other Walking Dead melodrama?
1: I think I think better, and we've been – I can't remember the last time we watched World Beyond, although Walking is Dead blend together for me. But I do think because they're kids, when they do dumb shit, it always worked a little better for me. And I hated Huck. I did not like Felix that much. But the kids I always kind of liked. Mm-hmm. I can't speak for the group, and I would never deign to. What I didn't like, I guess, is that they're all kind of grown up now in this episode. They're not being kids anymore. They're like, I am the warrior. I am the scientist. I am the sidekick.
0: Which is not great character development. It's a no. little on the nose. But, hey, dialogue has to be written. You can't not write dialogue.
1: It, what, what this episode felt like, is there's so many flashbacks, including the beginning, was like... Two months earlier and it was like how they all met right before they left the first compound. It was like, We all know you watched four of these episodes in the bailed first season and a half and it was like, Oh, good movie, I guess.
0: I loved when though when uh they were flashbacks to when they were two months younger, it was just everybody had braces and giant acting.
1: <laughs> two months can change a lot in a teenage life.
0: The flip side of this episode, and I was surprised because I really did think that this was going to focus on solely on the first generation of kids born right. in the post-apocalypse, uh, was this person, J- Jadis, uh-huh. who, who is, is taking taking over the curb, Curl. who is, yeah, a character from Other Walking Deads.
1: She showed up in a couple of seasons of The Walking Dead and was like a bad guy at first and was an ally and then betrayed them, and then when Rick... Almost got got. She was like, I have helicopters. And then they flew away. Oh. What I love about Jadis is she always had a bad haircut. And that has continued within this show. So uh, it's different bad haircuts, though? Different bad haircuts. Different short bangs. Her bangs have only gotten shorter. And I think there was a reference to Rick. She's like, I had somebody who could have been an A. And I told your mom he was a B. It's not now, just like she's not just ranking a, guys she would fuck. I think she's talking about Rick.
0: And that's not Mike using like forgetting words and no. using like algebra instead. And she straight up said that's an A or that's a B could have been an A.
1: I have to assume grading people on uh, letters was a big part of the Walking Dead world beyond because it was a weird thing to say to anybody. Because she at no point did she say you're the only you're the only A I C which is not a state.
0: <laughs> not yet. This is a villain that I'm tired of, and because we have 14,000 episodes of Walking Dead and not a ton of creativity behind it, um, we get to see the same villains over and over, but this whole, I'm kind of happy the apocalypse happened, because now my psychosis becomes ambition. Right. Uh, I'm also tired of that bad guy as well.
1: Do you know what I want more of, Ryan, is... uh Silas, this isn't the flashback So maybe this happened in an episode we watched before But I don't think so I think all the flashbacks were new footage uh, One of the kids says to Silas Who's the big long haired kid They're like, that's a big wrench And he just goes, thanks, very happily <laughs> I want more of that in my post apocalypse post-apocalypse. Um, the enthusiasm about big weapons Go ahead. Just enthusiasm about big and, weapons And like
0: taking the credit for it
1: yeah, And thanks. I also appreciate like, that like, I made which- it
0: when somebody says something like that to you, there's, they're not leaving you with options of things to say. So just say right. thanks and get the fuck out of there is the best thing to do. Um, let's talk about the ending and where the four kids ended up. Uh, Silas ended up killing his mentor because his mentor talked him into it.
1: Agent Davis from S.H.I.E.L.D. Rest in peace. We got a new person who's been on a few of our shows.
0: That's, I mean, that's always exciting. And then um, he then becomes a soldier. and For the term. For the Kerm, and Jada straight up says, I don't believe you. I think this exact same thing happened. Did she watch the scene Was she sent footage of the scene?
1: Here's the thing about working with your enemies. They've read the script as well. This is a classic space ball scenario. That's why you
0: should only give actors the pages that they need. Otherwise, they will use it to their advantage.
1: Marvel Studios, that shit, my friend.
0: Uh, and then we leave Silas as just a straight up soldier. Are we Are we to believe that he is now a spy or?
1: yes. It, In the series finale, one of her main four characters is just embedded in the bad guys' team. So, are we assuming in Walking Dead the movies or one of the other shows he's going to show up with people like, "Oh shit, I've watched, we've watched so little of these shows in recent years," and I still think we've watched more than anybody else who's alive. (laughs) That only we will react when Silas is just in the background of Fear the Walking Dead.
0: Oh, no one knows who the fuck Silas is. This is the least watched show in TV history. Have you ever seen a tweet about it?
1: No, except our own.
0: Um, so we're thinking that Silas infiltrated the Kerm Army.
1: Yeah. Have you? Do you think I'll ever infiltrate something? You might infiltrate Miss Piggy because you're the Kerm Army. I know.
0: Oh wow, your pickup lines are getting better and better. <laughs>
1: This holiday party is getting crazy, my friend.
0: We need to hit a singles bar as soon as possible. Um, and then the the two sisters, they make it home. Uh, Corduroy makes it home, but he loses his arm.
1: That was the most perfunctory one of the main characters has something happen to him is a zombie went for hope. He jumped in front of her and no part of me thought he was going to be dead. And then I was right. He just showed up in a T-shirt and a flannel like he'd been listening to Nirvana Except now he's a stubby arm. Still on like the front lines with his fucking gear axe.
0: And I'm sure that her name has nothing to do with it where the zombies are like, There's no hope and Corduroy's <laughs> like, Yes, there is hope. I will save hope. Right? That probably doesn't yeah, There's make no you do.
1: Corduroy.
0: Um, alright, so and then they all hang out and then we see them as young and then that's the end of the show. Except
1: that it's not, Mike. Did you watch this post credit scene? No, I had to read about it. I know Noah Emmerich shows up again. I was Who is not on this show? He was on The Walking Dead OG, first couple of episodes.
0: First couple of episodes. So we're talking like 1983, 1984?
1: We Ryan, you and I were literally different people. Did we know each other? Sure. But we were in completely different life scenarios than we are now when he was on these shows.
0: I did not. I, uh, when I saw him I wasn't like, "Oh no Emmerich from the I was just like, oh I know that actor and from the Americans all... yeah and nothing else <laughs> is this an Americans crossover um, a lot happened to the scene some would say way too much especially for me who had closed captioning on because that's how I watch everything now but also yeah. uh, they were people were speaking in French so both subtitles were on top of each other the entire time which means I didn't see or hear anything that happened
1: Well that's how I hear French so that's fine.
0: But basically Noah Emmerich says that we're working on a cure and we think that, you know, you guys are working too. And then somebody ki- comes in and kills the doctor who's watching Noah Emmerich.
1: Well, I think part of the big deal, other than that, because we don't know that doctors, this is the first time the Walking Dead TV show has gone beyond the borders of the U.S. So this is like the Walking Dead uh, digital comic, The Alien, which we find out Rick has a brother. And so I'm assuming one of these people is a brother. Okay. Um, of
0: course. This is all in France where they make several allusions to the fact that this is where it started. That French In the France?
1: The, the fucking Fra- frogs did this to us?
0: <laughs> I know your classic eighties stand up bits about how much you hate the French, because they're cowards and they they're stinky. Um, but the French started this, yes.
1: Oh, fuck those smelly Jim Morrison loving bastards. That's where he's buried.
0: Every country when the Billy Joel song about the zombie uprising can come, like st- comes out, everyone can stand up and say, we didn't start the fire, except we for didn't France, start the
1: virus.
0: who absolutely started it. Anyway, here's what's important about the scene, besides Noah Emmerich being back. Um, the lady watching Noah Emmerich gets shot in the head. And the guy who shoots her leaves. And then about three seconds later, the lady doctor comes back to life and sprints towards the door.
1: as a zo- Oh, because she's fast. She's fast now. We just got Snyder zombies, motherfucker.
0: So not only do you come back to life basically immediately, even if you get shot in the head, which I thought was supposed to be like, uh, oh, you're not coming back from I me.
1: didn't even catch that part of the- oh, yeah. what you said. That's okay. So we get super zombies that are super fast. You cannot kill them. Don't fuck with the French.
0: And this is all put a minute after the credits of Walking Dead World Beyond.
1: Again, the, the music started. I turned it off. <laughs> Later, I hopped online and went, what? And then did not watch more. So again, they're assuming they're acting like these three shows are one story. Mm-hmm. There are three very different shows. People really only care about one. Well, eight years they're a ago. little bit different. And who did so in a fear or OG Walking Dead, we have to see the continuation of this or in the movies that we've been told are coming out for five years.
0: I guess what they're thinking is that it's, it's like you, you're the perfect example. What they're thinking is we'll put this here. And then people will read about it, and they'll see the scene later. But the reason that you do a scene like that is because to get people to watch the show that it was on, and they right. waited till they waited till the very last second of World Beyond, where it there would be no more to try to make it relevant.
1: And like, are these kids going to show up in other shows? I don't know. Is is fucking Corduroy going to meet know. up with Daryl, or Carol, or Meryl?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not Pharrell with his hat. Um, I have no idea what their plans are. I don't know if they do. I think that this is all sort of seated their corduroy pants. Um, <laughs> and I don't have any more information about the movies. You know, like these—they're supposed to be a Rick Grimes movie, and now he has a brother. And I don't know what's going on, Mike. It's and I don't. Care.
1: So weird to assume people care about a character that died five years ago.
0: What it does—it strike you as a little bit of that DCEU thing of more like DCPU of oh Marvel? Did you doing just think it. of that?
1: I did. You can That's very good. Uh, I will use it.
0: Marvel did it, so now let's just do it all willy-nilly.
1: I guess like even even I remember when they announced there would be Rick Grimes movies, I went, Nobody's gonna carry, this is too late. And then we've waited years for that. It's bananas. What
0: I want is Rick Grimes prequels, but like from kindergarten. Like he is five.
1: Rick Crimes, baby. He forgets his lunch. But here's the end
0: of the movie. He forgets his lunch, but at the end of the movie, his mom brings him the lunch. Oh, shit. Movie over. Drama. Uh, Mike, The Walking Dead World Beyond is over. Uh, Any closing thoughts? What's your eulogy?
1: It was the second best Walking Dead show that existed.
0: Wow. With the first one being Walking Dead Aliens, the digital comic.
1: I loved that comic.
0: I did not know it existed
1: until just now. You should check it out. I wish I could remember the name of the writer or the name of the company that put it out. Maybe Private Eye. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn? Brian K. Vaughn.
0: Well, I will check that out.
1: I profess as one of my favorite writers. Brian, <laughs> this Christmas party, holiday party, is getting drunk, and I'm not remembering stuff anymore, so you're going to have to really guide this shit, my friend.
0: Don't tell people that. People oh. will just assume that you're hemorrhaging or something.
1: I'm hemorrhaging.
0: Uh, Mike, you, uh, that's Walking Dead World Beyond. You can't watch it anymore. So thank you for listening. Mike, You uh, before we get to the poll list, you had a website that you're creating that you wanted to tell me about.
1: LawrenceOf.net. We all know Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. What if he was of other places? Go to LawrenceOf.net and take my quiz, and we'll tell you what the plot of different movies are Lawrence of Antarctica, Lawrence of France, Lawrence of Belarus, Lawrence of Georgia the State. Bel Air. So Georgia the Country. Lawrence of Bel Air. Fresh Lawrence of Bel Air. So it'll take you through a series of quizzes, if-thens. You know how these works. Coding. I get it. It's happening. People love it. The kids love Lawrence of Arabia. They want to see him in other scenarios. And this website helps make it happen. We could not get what was his name? Uh Peter O'Toole. We could not get Peter O'Toole. He is dead, but we have some great CGI to do some cutscene stuff. The kids love the cutscenes. They don't want to really play video games. So this is kind of harkening back to uh, the Encyclopedia Britannica CD-ROM video game I used to play where every – you make a – I go this way and then you watch 45 minutes of video and then something else happens. So it's kind of like that. It's going to be great. It's going to be huge. Do you have any advice for me?
0: <laughs> I shockingly have so much. Uh, just so I'm clear – um, You answer some questions and then it'll come up with Lawrence of blank, and then it will just tell you what would happen in that movie.
1: No, you it, it, Ryan, there's a spinning globe in the beginning, of course. And you go Brr, stop here, and you're like, boom, Madagascar. And then you get Lawrence of Madagascar, and then you have to walk through if then decisions.
0: I see. Okay. So it's like uh, Carmen Sandiego style, and the world
1: game. is Lawrence of where you pick now.
0: Okay, so this thing writes itself, obviously. Um, But you're going to build this on your own. It feels like there's a lot of video. I feel like there's a lot of Flash and stuff from like 2001, 2002. Is Flash
1: animation still in?
0: I don't think so. That's why I think that you should call cybersprout.net. And by call, I mean go to their website.
1: Okay, because I don't know if my phone has cybersprout.net as a phone number.
0: Let me ask you this. Are you in the digital world right now? I would love to be. Uh, Do you have friends there?
1: I have acquaintances there
0: okay how about cybersprout.net your friend for the digital world
1: i would love to have a friend in the digital world i need a guide
0: drag and drop menus mike is this on <gasps> wordpress they're going to make it so much it better could be. cybersprout.net is your once again friend for the digital world please everybody stay tuned for where in the world is lawrence of wherever you clicked dot com mm-hmm, mm-hmm, when we come back mm-hmm. the poll list Now it's time for the poll list. The only segment on <laughs> earth that is this segment that we're doing right now. Let's go over all of the shows, Mike, starting with Hawkeye on the fourth episode of Hawkeye, which Mike didn't watch because he has a family. Clint hangs family, out with.
1: I'm sorry. Ka-
0: Clint hangs out with Kate's parents before Kate throws a two man Christmas party where the two hang out. This is when life stops being fun, however, as the two end up on a rooftop fighting echo and a hip young actress named Florence Pugh. Yeah. Mike, I ask you this, are you mad at that family?
1: I hate them so much and I'll murder them. But a two-man Christmas party. Who are they? Us? <laughs>
0: it that, I guess that is technically what we're doing right now, but it was adorable. There's a lot of shit on the internet about how this is like a setup episode and how come things can't happen in every episode.
1: Ken, I don't know if you've done this in a while, and I don't know if I should even be the one talking because you watched this and I didn't, Ryan, but I can't stand the internet or people. They don't like character development anymore. Setup episodes. Oh, I'm sorry. The characters just get to hang out and show you who they are for a while. X Men playing softball, right?
0: Yeah. Or the other one is. Do you remember the only good part of Age of Ultron?
1: The farmhouse. No, not at all. Oh, what not the, the farmhouse. Not, no, no.
0: That, that was the worst part of any movie I've ever seen. <laughs> What was
1: it? The the cave. You loved the cave when Thor went to the cave.
0: (laughs) Thor sat in a puddle in a cave for no reason, and I (laughs) thought it was wonderful.
1: That's character, baby.
0: No, the Avengers were just hanging out and talking and and making jokes, and then Captain Rekha moves the hammer a little bit, and Thor gets freaked out, and he has to go pout in a puddle. Um, Is the elevator
1: worthy if the hammer goes up? Yes.
0: I could have watched an entire hour of... It's basically... Kate brings over a bunch of booze and a bunch of Christmas movies and they drink a lot. Like this, they did not show appropriately how drunk they should have been because it's Who are they? Us? It's blended drink after blended drink. Yeah, clearly liquor doesn't have any effect on us. Uh, Fucking lush. Um, But it was adorable. Like they decorated the tree and Clint taught Kate how to, uh, you know the thing that only the cool kids in school could do where you like snap a coin and it shoots away? Um, the same kids who were also good at giving wedgies so to other
1: cool. people. And tying terry, cherry stems with their tongues.
0: Um, Clint shows her how to uh, go around the corner from a television and uh, snap the coin in such a way where it flies through the hall and then hit, hits the TV and turns it on. It was adorable.
1: That's cool. That's adorable. I don't like how people watch shows. The other new thing I hate because I'm old is, uh oh, you don't. There's morally ambiguous characters on the show. That means you agree with everything you do, and that means you're a bad person, and this show shouldn't exist.
0: Is that straw man television criticism? Yes. That's what know. we should Go call watch it.
1: watch fucking Sesame Street all the time, you weirdos.
0: I do do that as well. Um, let's talk about this rooftop fight.
1: Was it great? Did it harken back to Netflix style great choreography?
0: It was it was cool. There were some moments of craziness. Um, there's a lot of people who know how to kick some butt. Basically, what happens is um, Kate is in an apartment across the street as Hawkeye is Lookout. Um, mm-hmm. And then they realize that it's Echo's apartment. And then Echo comes in and starts kicking the shit out of Kate. And you hear Clint from Kate's headpiece. And Clint says, uh, can you get out here? Because Echo's kicking my ass. And Kate is like, uh, I'm pretty sure that's not true. (laughs) My first thought was, of course, because I'm a Marvel zombie. Oh, Clone Saga. No more Peter Parker Clone Saga. This this is Echo Clone Saga. (laughs) Gonna get by a clone. But no, it turns out that a uh, different five foot two masked person was on the rooftop. And as soon as I saw the size, as soon as they said, like, oh, this is a girl who is roughly the same size as Echo. I was like, oh, it's pew time. Yelena. It's time to pew. Um, and so she, I don't think she had any dialogue. She basically wore a mask most of the time, so Florence uh-huh. didn't actually have to be there. Um, <laughs> they fought for a while, and then once she saw that like it was over, she dove off the building. Maybe there's going to be more next week, but Yelena there is was it? <laughs> in the building, or on the building, as it were.
1: Did you hear about the drama where she posted about how excited she was and Instagram deleted all her posts? Instagram did? Yeah, she, she on Instagram, she's posting how excited she was and they deleted all her posts and pictures about being on a show. Why? Because I guess the software company is worried about spoilers at this point. <laughs>
0: Wait, so Instagram took it upon themselves to... Yeah, somebody's spoil- an
1: asshole. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh,
0: that's, that's crazy. Um, we go back to the LARPers in this episode and that was kind of an issue because this is the first time really in the Disney Plus run where I've been like, you, did you guys need to make less episodes? Like, basically, Clint's like, I'm going to go do this. Kate, you go do that. Kate has to go mm. visit the LARPers again. It's like, just skip that. Like, make what a shorter are we, episode. Yeah, what are we doing here? Uh, but other than that, I thought it was good. It was a little set-uppy, but that's how storytelling works.
1: What? Yeah, what do you want? Do you want stories to just... It's just climax to climax to climax? Because that's edging, and that does hurt eventually. It
0: get Things get sensitive. Do you want to sit there with, with, like, what I would call the painful tickle? That's what climax <laughs> tick- after climax <laughs> after climax, <laughs> after climax is. Is,
1: is. Is this where you're like, oh, this feels so good, but I hate whoever's doing it to me. Do you do you think this is because humanities aren't taught anymore? That kids don't – and I do just blame Gen Z on the, 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 these issues, the, their complaints about how TV works or stories work. Is that they no longer know how humanity narrates –
0: I you blame Gen Z, I blame Gen G. Me? Co- Gen G Cohen, the creator of Prison or Orange is the New Black and Weeds. Uh those two shows ruined television.
1: <laughs> that might be true. I thought you meant Generation Gravano and you were blaming me specifically and I got offended.
0: Gen G. I blame Gen G and Benji. Benji the Hunter. The data. dog? A dog. The a movie star fucking dog. A mop-head dog. That nobody's talked about in a really long time. It's time for Benji to come back. Clip Benji, come back. Clifford's getting all the fucking press right now.
1: Fuck Clifford, that big red bastard.
0: Oh god, I'd love to fuck Clifford. Um, let's let's talk about a couple of moments of the week. Give I guess moment of the week, Ryan. Uh, one for no reason. So a cop, one of the Larpers is a cop. She goes back to her to the cop evidence locker because that's where the trick arrows are. Brings it back to the apartment um, and gives them the bag. And Hawkeye goes to take it, and she's like, "No, this is my bag. My wife gave this to me." It says bombshell on it. Now, there's no bombshell is a Marvel character. Okay. And I guess that's planting a seed. But wow like just to say it says bombshell on the bag is one of the most scream it from the rooftop. That's not hey, a planted seed. That's I'm gonna throw a seed directly at your head.
1: They know YouTubers need to make a fucking five minute video about Easter eggs, right? The other one, uh is a different larp'er
0: in that same scene runs up. Clint doesn't know that all these people are in his apartment, so one of the larpers, the main one from the second episode, third episode,
1: that the, he fought for the run, that outfit. he fought,
0: yeah, runs up and says, uh, "Clint, get us, get a cookie. They're still warm." And he says, "Okay," and walks away. And <laughs> I would say that's basically along the, si- the same lines of Silas saying thanks when somebody says, <laughs> "Nice wrench," that's a big or big wrench. wrench. I'm sorry. Um, we, The whole thing to go into Echo's apartment Was to get this Rolex from the Avengers compound I was going to ask you if we knew <laughs> Whose that was Do we know whose it is? I don't think so I think we're supposed to not know Were they hints? Not really
1: Is it Iron Man?
0: It's probably Iron Man's or Hulk's Or Captain America There's the Hammer Guy or Superman. Black
1: Superman's. Widow or-
0: Yeah Well anyway Hawkeye's Ultra. on Wednesday nights on Disney Plus Your next show is Fear the Walking Dead there's more Walking Dead on this episode, Mike.
1: Good!
0: On the winter finale of Fear the Walking Dead, Alicia and Liz Morgan's help to search for a new home for her people. Taste buds, I ask you this. Did you know that there was Fear the Walking Dead news this week?
1: What is the Fear of the wo- Oh, Madison is back, baby! Even mm-hmm. though everybody's like, she died, but didn't she, like, just disappear in a flood? I have no idea. I mean... If, if Madison's like my parents, you can say you disappeared in a flood and just come back five years later and everybody's cool.
0: I know, but the cool thing about when your parents abandoned you in that... Uh, warehouse that one time they took the time to put the zombie makeup on and stumble away so you really thought that they were dead yeah that must have been traumatic for you
1: i thought i would put a bullet in their head so i do not know who i shot those years ago (laughs) ryan
0: i think that you know if you don't know who you shot it can't be traumatic you know like I, I, i don't even know what their name was so what am i supposed to feel bad about
1: i love going into a crowded room Closing my eyes, spinning around, just shooting. It's not traumatic for me. There are so many mass shootings, Ryan, that I don't feel bad about that joke. I am desensitized. Fear
0: the Walking Dead is on break. It'll be back (laughs) in a couple months. Your next show is Young Justice, colon phantoms. Mike, have you ever suffered from colon phantoms?
1: (laughs) I have colon phantoms all the time. You think you're going to poop, and it's just farce, and it's so annoying. This week on Young Justice, colon phantoms Zatanna and her protégés encounter new allies and an ancient foe. Ryan, Tasty, my friend, I ask you this. How many magic-using DC characters can you name?
0: How many magic-using DC characters? Yeah. Who would
1: Zatanna's protégés be? You know it's not John Constantine.
0: Okay, you asked me how many I could name. I could name two. And then you fucking interrupt me to name (laughs) both of them. The Mike Gravano way. So thank you, algebra teacher. Why don't you just finish my test
1: for me? Is that what your algebra teacher did?
0: Yeah, he would kick my desk over and just finish the test.
1: It's a good, weird teacher, I guess. As long as I
0: didn't stop kissing.
1: (laughs) Kissing what? I, we need Cassie back, dude. <laughs> yeah, this this is gone. If it was ever on the rails, it is clearly off immediately. Young Justice colon Phantoms is on, I'm going to assume, HBO Max on Thursdays.
0: That is correct. <laughs> Your next show is Riverdale. On this week's episode of Riverdale, Bailey's Comet. Because things are weird.
1: <laughs> ba- the five seasons of comets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bailey's Comet passes over Rivervale giving Cheryl no choice, but to summon a familiar face, Sabrina Spellman. Mike, no I ask choice. you this. Did we fuck up? Should we have watched this once-in-a-lifetime event instead of Walking Dead World Beyond?
1: Probably. We should probably have finished the Rivervale event series, even though they waited till episode four or five to bring Sabrina Spellman out.
0: I'll tell you this much. I'm not watching the next one. It's I, I, well, I already missed this Why one. so.
1: Why would you watch? I, I assume she came out in the last three minutes, man. Yeah. They don't make good shows here.
0: She probably did one of those turns like, is that, wait, is that, oh my God, it is Sabrina Spellman, and she's about to cast a Spellman.
1: Is that somebody you would have had to watch a whole other show to understand why this is a big deal? Yes, it is. We don't actually understand why the Marvel Cinematic Universe works.
0: Riverdale's on Wednesday nights on The CW. Your next show is
1: The Flash. On episode four of Armageddon, Colin The Flash. In 2031, Eobard Throne and Iris are about to get married, and all of Barry's friends hate Barry. He has to enlist Damien Dart to join forces to correct the timeline and prove Despero wrong. Tasty Ryan I ask you this. In our Lord's year of 2021, do we need a Barney Stinson-type character learning being alone and womanizing isn't the way to be?
0: Uh, Mike, I would say now more than ever. You would, You would think that thanks to the good work of the prophet Barney Stinson, Who uh, was supposed to change the world We wouldn't need this character anymore But now I think we need it more than ever
1: Ryan Choi, who is the second Adam in the comics And in these shows uh, Only showed up in Crisis of an Infinite Earths As the paragon of humanity Say yes
0: Yeah, okay
1: And now we're ten years after that And he's friends with everybody And he's just like drinking martinis But why fall in love? Why don't you just roofie a girl and do what, what, what? And then by the end of this episode, it's like, I was wrong. It's just because I'm afraid of loving and being alone. It, there's so much more to talk about in this episode, Ryan. But it infuriated me and baffled me that this could still happen.
0: Did you ever notice that literally everyone who drinks alcohol gives literally everyone who drinks alcohol a bad name?
1: Are you talking shit on me right now?
0: No. Didn't you say okay. that he, ha- he was, like, chugging brandy yes, or something? Yes,
1: thank you. Okay, we're still talking about that show. Good, good, good. I'm not nervous at all. Yes. It was annoying. They're all trying to figure out how to stop who they think is the biggest villain in the world, Barry Allen. Uh, it was fun to watch Barry's face crumple as all, everybody he respects and loves hates him because they love uh, fucking Ed's friend so much. Not Ed's friend, Ed, from the TV show Ed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how Kavanaugh. drunk do you get when you can't rethink you, Tom Cavanaugh, Eubart Thorn, Harrison Wells, Man, this holiday party is crazy, Ryan.
0: <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Mike, because um, I don't want you to talk about the show anymore. Um, was uh, Thomas Cavanaugh's character named after what the guy said when somebody asked that guy, who was that, and pointed to Shakespeare?
1: And he said Eobard Thawne? And he said, yep.
0: He said Eobard.
1: Eobard! eh?
0: Do you think he, yes. he was... Fully named after when he said, Who's that? And it was Shakespeare who was frozen? Yes. Eobard. Thon? Thon,
1: oh. right now? I think whoever named Eobard, Tharn, I'm going to say Jim Starlin, uh, wisely said, Names keep getting stupider and stupider. I bet somebody's going to name their kid Eobard. Uh, they are in different costumes uh, Barry shows up to prove that he is Flash Not reverse Flash He's like I'm going to put on a costume And it's all yellow and he freaks out And uh, Tom Cavanaugh puts on his Flash costume And man I don't want to talk about Grant Gustin Versus Tom Cavanaugh's dick size But does Tom Cavanaugh have it Packing in that Flash costume The way that Grant Gustin never did It looks like Gareth the Goblin King David Bowie's cock In Labyrinth my friend
0: have you have you heard of anybody? There's this new Netflix movie called Power of the Dog.
1: No, I've heard it's good.
0: But have you seen any parodies of the Power of the Babe? What babe? That babe. The one babe. The babe with the power? The babe with the power. Shouldn't that what be the dog? the dog? The dog. What power? The power of the dog?
1: Power of the dog?
0: Shouldn't David Bowie be in more Power of the Dog parodies at this point?
1: The power of the dog. Yes. The The Flash, gang.
0: The Flash is on Wednesdays. Uh, Oh, I
1: have a moment of the week. May I share it? Yes, please. Uh, Ryan Wilder and Alex Danvers, who are both at uh, Iris West's and Eobard Thawne's engagement party, beat the shit out of Barry. Just boom, ba-doom, ba-doom, ba-doom. And then Barry looks at Thawne and says, I know what you did. You created a flashpoint. And he looks at him dead serious and says, I created a reverse flashpoint. Because he's the reverse Flash and that's how this shit works, Ryan. That's how branding
0: works. <laughs> Don't let people around you call something a Flashpoint if your name is Reverse Flash. This flash is, Kate, is on. This Wednesdays is what Kate Bishop is trying to uh, hammer into Hawkeye's head. Branding. branding. Nobody knows what the... Like, uh, at the beginning of this episode, uh, Kate's soon-to-be stepdad says, oh, you're that Avenger. Archer man. Like, that's because you have bad branding, Hawkeye.
1: Phrasing, it's not Archer, man. It's Hawkeye.
0: Uh, Yeah, sorry, Mike. The Flash is on Wednesdays on The CW. Next up is Super Crooks.
1: On (sighs) who gives a shit and whatever's next on Super Crooks, Johnny and his friends go on a heist gone bad, and then the Praetorian uses his limitless powers to punish them. Tasty Ryan asks you this. What's your least favorite punishment?
0: Oh, it's got to be getting shot by Frank Castle. In the that head. That is
1: a terrible punishment.
0: Because I dealt one dime bag one time in 1986. He comes in with his white boots and white gloves and shoots me in the head.
1: He's a little extreme. He's a little extreme. How much Thank Mountain very- Dew
0: are you drinking there, buddy?
1: Too much. Go hang out with Sean White and chill out. Be extreme in the fun way. Hey,
0: Frank Castle, get on a snowboard and get some energy out of your system.
1: Hey, Frank Castle, go hang out with the fucking Golden Graham's mascot of the early 2000s. Oh, shit, that spazzy little monster? uh, He looked so much like the We love you, subs guy from Quiznos. Do you remember those dead pirate hamsters?
0: Yes. Because
1: they're good to us.
0: The reanimated gerbil bodies.
1: We love you, Subs Do all these people hang out? All the commercial folks from the early 2000s? (laughs) Yeah. I hope so for their sake, because nobody else will understand them
0: god damn those gerbils were freaky uh but not as freaky as the kia hot gerbils remember those sexy gerbils oh that cars? we
1: all love them when they're chunky and fat but suddenly they got felt that is not what we're here for man not our
0: kia spokes spoke fat
1: gerbils sell me cars do not get hip and sell me souls you boxcar racers Please. tom DeLonge, second band
0: Everyone is now chanting, fat Gerbil sell us cars. That's- fat
1: Gerbil sell us cars. And that's why Super Crooks is on Netflix all of the time. Right? We're watching it two episodes week by week. Ryan, what the shit's next? Your final
0: show of the week is Hit Monkey.
1: <clears throat> on episodes 107 and 108 of Hit Monkey, all the zoo monkeys have been murdered, and Bryce is finally scared of something. Meanwhile, the rookie cops put together that monkeys eat a bit of persimmons and toss the rest, connecting Monkey to Akiko's house. Then hit monkey traps Bryce in a bathroom and attempts to join a new group of monkeys while we see Bryce's origin. Taster, Ryan, I ask you this. Why I don't I know how to breathe between sentences? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Tom likes. It. It's like doing a comic book TV show podcast with Tom likes. Here's the
1: like liberals. How did learning Bryce's origin change your perception of him? Let never mind about like monkey. <laughs> Hitmonkey. Uh, oh, Hitmonkey.
0: Uh, I'm sorry. What was the question?
1: How did learning Bryce's origin change your perception of him? It
0: changed my perception of Bryce a little bit. It mostly changed my perception of the show. I think we needed this earlier, and maybe instead of a couple of previous <laughs> episodes, because this, uh, like when we were talking about Hawkeye and how maybe we don't need to push the plot pedal to the metal right. at all times. Um, I I loved this episode. I love the Lady Bullseye one, but this episode of a bunch of monkeys hanging out. And then Bryce uh, doing yes. flashbacks I thought was perfect and like got me more jacked up for the rest of the season than a Pedal to the Metal plot episode.
1: Ghost Bryce dying, and we don't see Ghost Bryce for a while, so I did think maybe he was dead, and this is what his ghost self saw as salt burned him like he was a little snail You could Hit Mon- Mike's salt shaker.
0: Hitmonkey salted his game.
1: Hitmonkey salted his game! Uh, what I like about his Zordon story... Is that we still don't... We know why he left his baby mama and his daughter. We don't know how he became a master assassin. There's still so much missing from his origin. And I like that.
0: Right, there's not uh, all of... And I think that, that it's, it's important to not show that because if it had showed the step-by-step guide on how to be, uh, go from trash to assassin, you and I would be following those steps and then becoming oh, master assassins ourselves. Or and we you're would, hit
1: monkey and I'm Bryce, baby. <laughs> okay,
0: I feel like that. I'm hit monkey and Bryce, and you're... Have you
1: seen your bald butt? <laughs> I have, I have You're often. hit
0: monkey. You text me dick pics but they're butt pics and they're pics of my own so butt many every day. pictures
1: of your own bald butt and you're like how did you get those that was years before we met and i just say ha,
0: ha, 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 ha. but um things were hard for bryce things are currently hard for hit monkey i keep trying to think of a name for him but it really is just that's not it's a title just H- it's just hm it's um but yeah i I, I yeah I thought the episode worked as far as the first part or the other part goes the monkey part um was this the best monkey only story since that one issue of powers
1: yes for sure and because powers the tv show is so bad it made me think all of powers terrible this might be the best only monkey comic book story uh hit monkey trying to become friends with the new tribe while the Red Strip tribe is taking over. All of it is like, I did not know the beats. I watch a lot of TV, Ryan. I read a lot of comics. You watch a lot all, of monkeys. I, I, all I do is watch monkeys jerk off while I jerk off and we're all into, and it's cool. And even though I knew the beats that would happen, it made me feel for him more. Like his, like, I don't belong anywhere. And his old Obi-Wan said... You don't belong with monkeys anymore, and you don't belong with humans. This is gonna be real hard. But for some reason, I was just like, "I'm into all of this right now." And him screaming at the owl, who doesn't give it, a shit. He's like, "That owl was a punk."
0: Oh, uh, uh, Hit Monkey, are you looking for your friends? Well, I ate uh, some of them the <laughs> other day, so. Sorry about that. And uh, I'll eat more, bitch. But look, like, when bright, <coughs> when Bryce and Hitmonkey Monkey broke up, which happened at the like you said, the exact beat it was supposed to in the uh-huh. season, right? We knew they had to break up. Then we know they're going to get back together, and that's right. It's boring when you follow the beats exactly as they are, but for instead to follow this beat by Hit Monkey being told you are straddling two worlds and you always will be, and then for him to think. That means the only family I can have is somebody else who is also straddling two worlds. That's a clever way to go about things. And then he sort of happily, happily, but sort of begrudgingly goes back to get Bryce.
1: What are they talking
0: about us? I think they are. Again, I'm the Bryce and the Hitmonkey. You're the salt.
1: I'm just the salt burning your ass. Ryan, do you have a moment of the week?
0: Uh, my moment of the week is, I'm gonna say Well, we didn't talk about Lady Bullseye at all
1: At all Even, And I think it's because They finally met, we got a hint of her last episode Last week, they finally met But it was basically Fast and the Furious Style, the the first episode we watched This week was just one long chase scene It was fun, but they didn't Interact all that much
0: Yeah, I like Lady Bullseye, I like How she's, she seems cool She seems above it all, she seems like this is a job, but I'm still going to kill you.
1: Well, yeah, what we didn't talk about last week is uh, so much of the – there's a lot of blood and violence in this show, but they're all, it's all kind of funny. And her kills were only brutal. Yeah. It was not funny. And that kind of continued where like, no, 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 no. no. You're all in a cartoon. I will murder motherfuckers.
0: And a lot of like working class people and working class monkeys. This, this, <laughs> these two episodes had more monkey death than anything I have ever seen since your bachelor party.
1: Her, we said we would never talk about that. Sorry, sorry, legally.
0: sorry. Since you're her, a fake bachelor party, that never happened.
1: Her murder of those zoo animals was so sad <laughs> that we just opened on a zookeeper's morning yeah. and stayed with her for a while, and it hit. I mean,
0: Monkey. it was a zookeeper's morning that led to a zookeeper's morning. We bought a no. zoo, but Lady Bullseye fought a zoo. All right. No. My mode of the week is in the chase scene you were talking about, uh, which, again, like Hawkeye last week, like Fast and Furious, we're just having all of right. these chase scenes on highways. And one of the new things that's in every single one of these action scenes is a, fa- uh, a semi-truck is going to face plant. Of and course. I feel like I've, this is a new trope I've seen 10 times in the last two years of a semi-truck face planting and the back of it going all the way up in the air. Uh-huh. And look, man, I get it. It's pretty cool so I'm not even begrudging it, this show or <laughs> anything else for doing it
1: There, yeah I, my part is it's that it's that specific the car chase part is she throws glass shards at him and he shoots the glass shard before it hits him and it cuts her face and I just went damn that's cool forgetting that people drew it or storyboarded it I was just like damn that's cool which is what you want us to do with these shows
0: how did they do how did they film that that was crazy how did
1: they figure that out
0: ultimately after watching these two episodes I'm Thinking that maybe they're gonna realize if there was a season two, which I would bet a million dollars there won't be, um, a million dollars that surprising me and them is that it's the Chinatown aspect of the show that works the least good. It's yes. it's the character moments that work the best, and that is not what I expected from a show called Marvel's Hit, Hit Monkey. Monkey. Those are all the shows that came out this week. Except for one, sort of. This show we watched this week, but it came out in 1995?
1: That was so long ago.
0: When we come back, it's ex-Tasmania time. <laughs> Welcome to X tasmania bitch! The show within a show where we discuss the Saturday morning soap opera of the early 90s X-Men The Animated Series. When, Mike, this episode first starts off, the gang is all still on top of a castle. We have moved past the uh, the events of, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Barely. And just barely. Like, we're just right after that. And something is in the airspace. And Professor X uses his powers to see who it is. And he's like, oh no, it's the Blackbird. And then the Blackbird flies directly on top of them. He could have literally just fucking looked up and not wasted hey, look those. look at that. Fly- That's the you know, plane I it's built. The, Look, it's the, <laughs> it's the Blackbird right there. Those are friends.
1: And is that one Wolverine and Cyclops? and co come out and storm
0: yeah so everybody who's been missing which i think is just cyclops and storm they roll out cyclops
1: wolverine and storm no because wolverine's been there right and so phoenix has passed out and wolverine uh like sniffs in the air again i assume and says she's all right psych best i can tell one it's the kindest wolverine has ever been to cyclops two you're not a fucking doctor logan
0: well you don't think he's a sniff doctor
1: he might be a sniff doctor, which is not somebody you want to hang out with, my friend.
0: Not a pop filter shirt, but is that a shirt for a different company?
1: The sniff doctor. S- sniff doctor. It might be the only pop filter shirt. <laughs> uh
0: so yeah. I I did make note of the fact that Cy, uh, Wolverine sees that Cyclops is in distress, and he'll be out of distress when he sees I he was, West.
1: I thought he was gonna. Do- I'm so sorry. I stepped on that. Desperado.
0: Rough Rider, nah, you don't want nada. not is six gun. It is Buffalo Soldier. Here's what I told you.
1: Uh, normally he would make fun of him, but for some reason, because it's Gene, he's passed out. He's like, I guess this is this the step to becoming the Threpo one day.
0: But the way that Wolverine makes fun of people on this show is so great that I I, I hate when he doesn't. You know, like if he had made fun of him in that point. At some point, he does a bunch of shit in the, later on in this episode, and he's like, that's what you get. Lizard lips, and then looks around like, "Yeah, <laughs> did you see what I said?" And
1: so, everybody looks at him like you'd look at your dad who says shit like that.
0: If he was roasting over, or if Wolverine was roasting Cyclops at that point, he'd be like, "She's fine, you red-eyed, googly-eyed, <laughs> red-eyed, fucking, fucking
1: freak, you fucking putting cup." It's it's that he calls him psych. Yeah. And then he says, best I can tell. like He's even being like, I'm not being arrogant like I normally am here. I, it, it was so strange. This, uh, shortening people's names
0: is so endearing. Like, yeah. I, People don't know this, but your name is Mike Klops. And so when I call you Mike, <laughs> that's
1: very endearing. That's how I know we're very tight. If you call me Mike Klops, I know I'm in trouble. I did something wrong. I Mike to Klops, Reginald trash.
0: Gravano, get
1: downstairs. You do not use my full name. They'll steal my identity. Let's do my identity so fast.
0: So just so everybody knows, don't call him Mike Lofts Reginald Gravano. Uh, I'm sorry, he's Reginald Vel Gravano.
1: It is also my that, – that's every password I have for everything. <laughs> if you change out the letters for numbers, that is my social security if you, number.
0: If you go to bank.com, <laughs> type that in. Don't tell get, them my bank.
1: You get Mike's money. All right. So me money.
0: now Scott's here and we, yeah. we have to have come up with a plan. And Scott says something that is so Ryan. And I wanted to point this out to you because he says, listen up here, people. And he says people in this way that you accuse me of using people's names. Like they're insult. like an insult? Yeah. <laughs> Listen up here, people, if those are your real names.
1: He for a second, he had that like that latent Human to mutant racism in him, and he said people. Like he wanted to say you dirty mutants, yeah. but he said people. Is that R word?
0: Is people R word? And mutants People's are not allowed to use R
1: word. Mutants can't say people, and they use the hard L.
0: And the, and then a uh, uh, blast goes out to the entire Marvel universe. And did you see some cameos here?
1: Doctor Strange and Emma Frost. Maybe there are others, but those were the two I freaked out about.
0: You, no, that was so. Uh, we went to three places. We went to Doctor Strange's. What's it called? Mansion of...
1: Sanctum Santorum Okay. I was going to totally say... Totally mansion... two normal words.
0: Mansion of Mysteries and Magic. And uh, the Hellfire Club featuring Ember Frost. And then Captain Britain, which... Oh, shit! Really? I, I always thought was the stupidest name. Captain Britain? That's so dumb. What, is he from England? Meanwhile, Captain America is just a different superhero that I had no problem with.
1: Uh, that country matters and is cool as hell. Fuck Captain Britain.
0: Is there a Captain Wales...
1: Yeah, but it's not what you're thinking.
0: Oh, it's a bunch of whales.
1: It's a bunch of fucking whales.
0: It's just a pile of whales fighting crime. Just a
1: pile of whales.
0: But anyway, Gene uh, is not doing great. Um, she seems to be going through these migraines that also send her into the air to be a ball of fire and then make her fall to the ground. Migraines. But that's because she trips in space. She still
1: trips up in the air. And then she takes half the team. She looks around and goes, you, 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 and... Uh, uh you. Let's go to the M-Cran Crystal. The 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 Macron
0: wait, is it Macron or Macroon?
1: It's spelled M apostrophe K R A A N. Which you would think Macron. But they say cron Crystal. Like they're from Alabama.
0: And do you know Mike? Because not only are you an X-Men expert, but you're also a uh foreign dessert expert. Uh-huh. Uh, Is there a difference between Macaroon and Macron?
1: No. Oh, there's not. They're both the president of France right now. He's (laughs) a cookie, he's macaron, and he's, depending on who you talk to, the best or the worst.
0: Look, should I, I, as a cookie, run for president of France? Probably not. But does... The fact that you can pronounce my name in two different ways make me more likable? Yes, it does.
1: Yes, it does. And it's Airbud rules. Nowhere in the French Constitution says a cookie can't run for prime minister.
0: Also, under my rule as French president, no more ha-ha-ha. We will save time. We will only be saying ha-ha. Just two hauls after every sentence.
1: Now everybody can get to work earlier, so they can leave work earlier. Motherfuckers, (laughs) they work from, like, 9 to 11 a.m., Leave for three hours, work for another hour, and then leave again. They never forget to leave early. Those frogs.
0: They are frogs. And again, I don't think that is racist. I just want to point out to our audience. It's
1: a bunch of frogs ruled by a macaroon cookie. That is how France works. All
0: right. So they're all flying around. And then (laughs) is this our first introduction to the Star
1: Jammers? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: The space pirates of the sky.
1: The space pirates of the sky, and Corsair's there, the big green gecko guy is there, the other ones.
0: I don't, okay, so um, it's Corsair, uh, Ajax, or Ajaza, is on the ship, right? He uh-huh. he looks like a pirate of dark water, not a pirate of space. Uh
1: <gasps> Should we have a separate podcast we about We should probably do dark a Darkwater <laughs> <water laughs> podcast. I can never remember if we've talked about this on air or only in real life. It's only so every other episode, baby. Only you and I have watched Pirates of Darkwater.
0: <laughs> yes. So for those who don't know, in the early 90s, they made a show for... Not not that like other people could have watched, and they didn't. They made it so it only beamed to <laughs> it me and Mike's only TV. only
1: beamed to <laughs> our houses. And it's my became friends.
0: It was called The Pirates of Darkwater, and it was... Soap... Uh, No one's going to be surprised by this, but it was soap operatic, and it was amazing.
1: Wait, do we like that? Is that exactly up our own buttholes?
0: Um, So, we have Corsair. We have Green Gill, man. Uh, Green Gill,
1: who has the alien cat on him.
0: And then... But there's a different cat. There's Hepzibah, who has a tail, my god, Mike, that if this episode came out on the internet today, the internet would have a shit fit.
1: you are saying the tail does not quit?
0: That... There would be so much jism on computers <laughs> if people on today's internet saw that Catwoman.
1: The 90s internet was a different time than today's internet.
0: Today's internet would have not been able to handle the hotnet. And I'm not speaking for my <laughs> specific for loves. Never here. Um, but my God, did this cat have, as you said, a tail that would not quit.
1: I like and, that... Uh, so uh-huh. the, the pirates are on there, and Wolverine, who's the badass, uh, runs after Corsair and hits his head on like the wall before Corsair can shoot him with his own gun. Okay. Now, we might
0: not get to anything else in this episode because we need to focus on this. Uh, what the fuck? I watched this three times, okay? And so I'm going to describe it to Please for the audience. Uh, Corsair of the Starjammers. A classic Marvel cosmic team, and more classic than you would think. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, bust in, and they start fucking fire. You know how pirates are, Mike. They're, are they're always firing are. lasers. Fire. Okay, fire. so they start shooting, and Wolverine tries to dodge the lasers. He jumps up in the air. Corsair points his guns up and shoots laser beams at him. But before <laughs> the laser beams get to him, he says, Ow.
1: Wolverine <laughs> jumps his head into the ceiling. Like he was a teenage ping ponger in his friend's basement court. Now,
0: what I tried to figure out by watching this five or six times was <laughs> did the voice actor say ow too soon? Because it was hard to tell did the animation show his head hitting the thing or now, was it just his voice going ow before the lasers <laughs> even hit him and then he fell to the
1: ground? No, Ryan, watching this just This is the Zapruder
0: film of our generation.
1: <laughs> I don't think you're going to blame the voice actor. Cal Dodd? Cal Dodd of Cal uh, Dodd's cars. You want to buy a car? Go see Cal. I Because the editors can move his voice left or right. It's true. No, so, it's, it's certainly not Cal Dodd's fault. It's not. Nothing ever is Cal Dodd's fault. That's uh, what it says
0: on his website.
1: And on his business card, which is weird. But they decided it was better to have Wolverine say, Ow, as he's jumping. So it looks like he smashes his head into a beam and then gets shot. I don't want to give you... The badass on the team.
0: We have awards to give out for this episode. I don't want to give you any hints, but it was really hard for me to get over the fact that Wolverine
1: (laughs) jumped in the air and hit his head on the ceiling. That is what I have done in my life. I don't think the badass superhero should also go through that pain.
0: Uh, We're in Patreon right now, so I can tell you real stories, right? Uh, (laughs) Yes.
1: Everything's Patreon if we say it is, brother.
0: My dad, when I was like like 12 or 13, uh, my dad moved to Vegas, bought a brand new house. Uh, And because I was 13, I don't know if you've ever met a 13-year-old boy, but you had to jump up and touch stuff. Like, if anything was ahead of you, you had to jump up and hit something. And Uh so uh, there was this thing uh, on the downstairs that I wanted to jump up and hit. But what I didn't see was that there was a ceiling before that. And... (laughs) My head hit but long before my hand hit the thing I wanted to touch, my head hit the ceiling and put a giant <laughs> dent into not just the drywall, but like the aluminum that was behind it. And that dent was there for the entire time they owned that house.
1: Because it's Patreon where you can know do this. I was visiting my grandpa and he had the similar like a lower door hang still seemed high enough to touch. I've neglected to notice the ceiling fan. So I went to jump up and touch the door hang, and then just see the thing. Whack who went, Kobe, and knocked my head backwards straight up.
0: Did you fall onto your back?
1: <laughs> straight on the back!
0: Yeah. If you've ever been walking through a, like a parking lot, like a, or a parking building, and there's those like yellow bars that show how mm-hmm. tall you can be, and it's covered in black handprints. Yeah. That's because thirteen-year-old boys had walked <laughs> under that yellow bar and had jumped and tried to touch it,
1: but not the six-foot-six thirteen-year boys because they smashed their heads right into the concrete. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so many people don't know that when you were thirteen, you were six foot six,
1: <laughs> and then I shrunk in my old age. Getting back to the X-Men because we, I guess, have to. Okay. Uh, after the Starjammers knocked out the X-Men. Gene senses Corsair Scott's dad because even 30 years later, top of mind, he has little red boy with red glasses and little blonde head boy with no glasses. And I don't know if we know at this point that Scott has a brother named Havoc. But Gene does because they're close and they're married, I think. Uh, and Wolverine's like, what's up? Your face looked weird. And she says, I can't tell you. And then so he walks away. And then she still says it loud that he's Scott's father.
0: This is, Mike, I swear to God, and I know we don't do Moments of the Week, this is everything (laughs) X-Men the Animated Series is to me. I don't know why. So Cyclops is about to kill Corsair, right? Yeah. In the fight. And Jean then looks at him, and the way that she looks at him is like, hey, brain, tell me if he has two sons, and if either one of those sons is Scott Summers, my husband.
1: I've known a lot of dads who left their sons 20 years previously I'm not gonna say whose dads they may or may not be they are not top of mind man And uh, uh,
0: Gene is doing this but uh, not to call Gene out as a fucking disgusting racist but did she look at green skinned gill man to see mm-hmm. whose sons she doesn't no. give
1: a shit about his sons
0: did she look at Hepzibah to see if that was Scott's mother don't give a no. shit about his pussy just looked at the white guy with the sweet facial hair what a racist
1: that i look i've had sex dreams about a guy who looks like this i bet he's my husband's dad
0: oh girls all of you everyone admitted (laughs) we've all had those dreams
1: you all love the trivago man uh
0: gene looks at the trivago man and sees that (laughs) gives him one look and then sees his two sons and one of his sons is her husband
1: sort of looks like 13 year old maybe her husband
0: and then later on, Wolverine is like, hey, Gene, what's wrong? I have a secret, but I can't tell you. And Wolverine's like, all right. And Weird. then walks, walks two steps away. <laughs> and, she and, then Jean says,
1: <laughs> and then she says, but Corsair
0: is Scott's husband or Scott's dad.
1: Anytime my wife tells me a secret, that's how I get away with telling you. Is I go, Ron, I can't tell you this thing. Or her best friends cheating on her husband. <laughs> but we're on the phone. <laughs> but I'm like, the earmuffs.
0: People are like, uh, that's crazy how you are into X-Men the Animated Series because you guys think it's a soap opera. Like, that's it's it's crazy how you put those two things together. Bitches, it is written and shot exactly <gasps> like us she looks into the camera. or not into the camera, but like comes closer to the camera and then looks away. But Corsair's got sad.
1: You can see wires like you can on soap operas sometimes in this drawn cartoon. It is a straight-up soap opera. Corsair- no reason,
0: Vaseline drips off the camera. Oh, okay.
1: like, well, because that's guys, how you it's know it's anime. a dream sequence. Because <laughs> the thick, thick Vaseline, and that's how I know it's time to jerk off. I love dream sequences. Corsair is a saucy bitch. He asks the emperor... For half the imperial treasury. And the emperor agrees. Corsair gets real sassy. So the emperor says. Destroy Corsair to Star Jammers. I don't care if we get what we want. That Emkron crystal. And then. The emperor's dude. Guardian says. My lord you swore the sacred oath. When they were talking. We saw no sacred oath Ryan. We saw no sacred oath between Corsair and the emperor.
0: Hey, Mike! You swore a sacred oath that you would not bring this up.
1: Did I? Is it a deleted I, scene?
0: I just said it. I just said it. Therefore, it's true.
1: I guess it's true. Yes. I guess thirty years ago I said something.
0: Oh shit, Mike! I forgot about the sacred oath where you would Venmo me thirty thousand dollars right now.
1: Is are we we love the Lee Walds. I know we shouldn't talk shit on people. Like it doesn't Don't make say, say that by name harder. when we're talking shit. <laughs> Is it just speaking the languages of other things we've seen so you can take shortcuts? I think so, yes. I hate it.
0: I, I do have to say, though, Mike, that you have four four, X XTAS segments now saying uh-huh. to me and Cassie, this is not called the Dark Phoenix Saga. This is called the Phoenix Saga. It's this the is...
1: Phoenix Saga, my friend.
0: I know. I'm, I'm trying to give you props.
1: And you used to scream at me about it. <laughs> About
0: halfway through this episode, when I was watching Corsair talk to Doc Daken, uh, I was like, where's the Dark Phoenix? And then it finally set in three and a half episodes into this five-part saga that this is not the Dark Phoenix saga. This is actually the Phoenix saga. And although, sure, that makes me dumb, that makes me dumb. But what I will say is it makes – there's two movies that thought that they could do this all in its own movie. There's two different Dark Phoenix movies, and this cartoon series had not just the audacity, but the, the wherewithal. wherewithal. <laughs> Drink! <laughs> to say that, oh no, we're going to do Phoenix? We're going to do the whole damn thing.
1: The Phoenix Saga is five episodes, and then we get four or five episodes of Break, and then the Dark Phoenix Saga is five episodes. That's and the these- MCU, baby! Two movies are so bad in their own specific different bad ways. It makes me so angry that just let Jean be Jean for a while, guys. Let her trip over every nook and cranny before you give her the phoenix. Wait years and then let her be Dark Phoenix. Wait years, let her become Madeline Pryor... Let Scott have a kid with Madeline Pryor. Let Gene come back to life. And let Scott leave his wife and son because his ex-girlfriend came back to life. And then that is X-Men.
0: I, uh, for those of you not <laughs> in the studio audience, we are beautiful minding right now. <laughs> he has a marker. He's writing on a board. Um, yeah, because the, the the two, and I only saw one of them. I only saw the X-Men 3, The Lost Stand. I never saw... Dark Phoenix x Dark Phoenix X-Circle But they were like In one movie Oh, Jean feels weird Oh, she's got new powers Oh, she's crazy Oh, she's dead That's a lot of stuff In
1: a movie You would think The first movie They did it 10 years prior The second movie Would certainly fix things Right? Prior? More like Madeline There was no Madeline prior And the second movie Fixed nothing It fixed Nothing, Ryan
0: Alright Mike so where are we going What's at the end of this episode Uh, uh, So we have Corsair saying to Cyclops Oh I had two kids Wouldn't even
1: recognize them if
0: I was walking next to them
1: (laughs) I know he says I would definitely I wouldn't recognize my youngest son Because I'm a piece of shit But I would certainly recognize my oldest son He has his mother's eyes Cyclops ironically just has ruby quartz God damn it Cyclops If
0: you just had your mother's nose or your mother's mouth
1: Nope and Just trust his... me, no,
0: nobody has his mother's mouth. Let me tell you,
1: <laughs> his mother's fucking butthole.
0: And uh, they get the, they get so the bad guys get the crystal, the Mc, Mc, McCarran Airport crystal, and the McCarran
1: Airport crystal.
0: We realize that uh, it's not about it opening up; it's about everything getting sucked in because that's how powerful the beast is. Trying to explain to us how this crystal works with legit mutant science. Mute and science. Rogue leans over to Gambit and Rogue's like totally understandable, right?
1: There's a lot of good Rogue Gambit stuff but it's just so in the periphery we don't I know. have time enough. We have so
0: much Phoenix saga to talk about. The fact that Rogue and Gambit are, fucking, are firing off firecrackers this entire episode. The we
1: whole talk time. They're just like having fun fucking back and forth sexy bands or romantic comedy style. Uh, at a certain point Eric the Ring is just watching the fight and then Wolverine puts his claws to the gladiator's throat neck of the reds. Just like, oh, shit. But also the is Superman. Like, it's, it's just crazy. We don't have time to talk about any of this, Ryan. There's spate fight music the whole time.
0: We have to get to awards. But one more thing I want to mention is uh, somebody says the line. Somebody's about to kill somebody else. And they say the line, you've lived too long. <laughs> not that you need to die. Not that I'm going to kill you. But you have lived too long. And that's fucking baller. All right, Mike, it's awards time. There's only two of us, so no matter what you say, I win. Let's go with the 90s. What was the most 90s moment of this episode?
1: I think the most 90s thing of this episode has to be, I can't tell you that he's Scott's father, dot, dot, dot. Because it felt like Dark Shadows... A day at a time, as the world turns. Everybody, every fucking nineties soap opera at this moment had this kind of shit.
0: That is true. Yes, uh, I can't tell you that. He Scott's father was. I am going to talk. I'm going to interview the Leavells again, and uh-huh. that's I'm going to bring that up because it was hard to tell them last time we interviewed them about how important their show was to not just cartoons, not just to the MCU, but also boys liking soap operas. Uh-huh. It's this exact moment. Uh, My 90s moment is uh, the ship that they were on sort of looked like a bug's head. And everything Everything in the 90s, everything had to look (laughs) like something else. You know, like, you either had to transform it into something else or, like, slightly look like something else.
1: I was obsessed with bugs as a kid. And I assume it's because everything like the 90s sort of looked like a bug.
0: And now you're just obsessed with everything 90s. Hey, Mike, uh, your wife wanted me to tell you that is it time to set a limit on how much you spend on pogs per week no okay they, now is not the time
1: i i hear, you. It's, I the hear time. you it's 2022
0: okay um my biggest gasp moment is i can't tell you
1: that scott's father that he's scott's father so
0: that was your 90s moment what's your gap what's your gasp moment
1: my gasp moment is uh she's all right psych best I can tell I fucking gasped that Wolverine showed any sort of human decency to Cyclops
0: Yeah Good job Wolverine Uh, Power Do you have a power of the week?
1: It was It was the fact that fucking Corsair had a Hey Shut anybody down of this Breed Yeah Cause he electrocuted them and he was like anybody from earth And his team went but you're from earth He went do it and then even he got knocked out. That's a pretty good fucking power. I'm gonna Go down the with planet, a ship, Corsair. Knock him out. That's how you know he's a true captain.
0: My power is, I really like Gladiator, and it's because I don't think Marvel has a way to handle Gladiator. Like, in DC Comics, there's a million Gladiators, right? Mm-hmm. But in Marvel Comics, like, there really is only one. People don't understand how powerful Gladiator is. It's like, right. no, no, bitch, I really will fuck you up. You don't
1: know... That I can murder you with a
0: blink. And then there's this scene in this uh, in this particular episode that is so perfect, which is it looks like Gladiator has hitched a ride on a spaceship. But then when we <laughs> go to the other angle, the spaceship is broken, and it's Gladiator just carrying the spaceship through space. <laughs> like he's motherfucking powerful, guys. Uh, so that's my power. Gladiator is just amazing. Uh, my LVP. We already talked about it. We talked about it more than anything. Uh, Wolverine jumps and uh, gets hit in the head with a ceiling. He, I, I, I might pick MVP as the ceiling because of how hard Wolverine hits it.
1: <laughs> he says, ow, the man who can heal himself. Of course, this has to be anybody who's watches MVP. He jumps too high, Ryan, in a fight. It hits his fucking head on the ceiling. What 13-year-old normal us did all the time. When, what the shit, Wolverine?
0: When Cyclops says jump, Wolverine says ow.
1: <laughs> ow, I jumped too high.
0: What is your LVP?
1: No, that's my LVP.
0: That's your MVP. And what about your MVP?
1: I'm, it has to be Phoenix. I don't know if this is a cheat at this point. But she just... They're like, we have to get the M. crystal. And she fucking... I dream of Jeannie wiggles her nose, and then they're all there. And Beast is like, I say, that was a strange journey.
0: That was pretty good.
1: 2.5 seconds.
0: And again, uh, what a screenwriter's delight. Like, like space is infinite. What are we going to do? Oh, the phoenix will gently, not with a fire bird wings, Uh but like, with something else gently transport you to there in 2.5 seconds
1: just something else uh she moves the plot along that way she moves character development by revealing to everybody in the audience that corsair is scott's dad she pulls out powers she's just fucking oh i have everything what does the script need i'll do it right now
0: not okay she doesn't reveal to everybody in the audience that corsair is scott's dad all she does is put her face directly in the camera (laughs)
1: and say it as loud as you possibly can, Mike. I guess if you are pooping or on your phone, you would not know at that moment that Chris has got dad.
0: People, if you're watching x please stop pooping on your phone. Stop poop, pooping. Poop in a toilet. You weirdos. Uh, my MVP is, and it's been a while since I've been able to say this, it's Rogue. In that fight against the Starjammers and against the other people, she is running around. like Beast is like, Hell, uh, Shakespeare would say, stop fighting me now. And then she kicks the shit out of whoever's fighting Beast. And then Gambit's like, <laughs> I got fucking cards. You want some cards thrown at you? And she stops that too. Like, Rogue just destroys everyone.
1: Do you know what's messed up? I've been watching X-Men Evolution because every week we finish X-Men The Real Series. You and need some I just, more. Need I need more. a little more. And I'm at the point where Gambit's around, and he does not have a Cajun accent, and it is somehow more offensive then this Gambit's Cajun accent. I hate Gambit without an accent. It's bullshit.
0: I just think that if he's gonna have that accent, it should be every once in a while. It should be on a Cajun. Uh, that is the awards Snaps. for part four of the Phoenix saga. And again, I will reiterate for the first time that I actually believe it. Not the dark <laughs> Phoenix saga. Oh, it'll get dark. It, no, it's gonna. It, it's gonna get dark, but not. And yet.
1: maybe Phoenix will actually be important. To her own saga.
0: <laughs> She's still going to trip. She's still going to fall down.
1: Uh, Mike. Yes, sir.
0: What are – thank you so much for going to X-Tasmania with me, by the way.
1: Thank you for paying for the tickets.
0: What? Oh, yeah. I was going to Venmo you for $950. But Please don't. I'll ignore
1: it. You thanked me ahead of
0: time. There's no way I can do that. What are some websites that you should go to?
1: You should probably go to cybersprout.net if you want to make your own website. You could also go to yourpopfilter.com if you want to get everything we make every week. There's so much that lives there. Including articles. Including articles. Shang-Chi, do you want to read all about the comics? It's there. Lord Scroden himself, Alex Scott Webster, is writing about Shang-Chi comics before he writes about the other comics. Uh, You could also go to patreon.com slash yourpopfilter and get all kinds of bonus shit. That's a website. Uh,
0: Okay, so... That's cool, but I just want to kind of I'm go to, like, uh, Apple Podcasts and just subscribe to podcasts. What should I do
1: there? Wherever you get your podcast, it should not be Apple Podcasts. Download Overcast. It's the best. You can make playlists. It rules. I guess go to Spotify, but, again, Overcast is the best. Make your playlist. Subscribe to our show Rate it, review it. Once you're done doing that to the superhero show show, you're going to want more of me and Ryan, right? Yeah! If you don't want me and Ryan getting along, go over to the movie year where the host, Greg, has to deal with me and Ryan screaming decades-long extramarital issues at each other. If you want to hear a panic attack from the host while we deal with real-life shit while kind of dealing with movies, Uh, go over the movie year.
0: I will tell you this much. Um, On the last episode of the movie of the year Beauty and the Beast 1991's Beauty and the Beast One of us beat the other one by 18 points 18 points And we we need to talk about that Because that's, that's insane And
1: that's- the week before We just brought up shit that How we offended and hurt each other from 10 years ago That is movie of the year We're going through 1991 If you miss Cassie You need more of Cassie Subscribe, rate, view. Where is the Cassie? Where is the Cassie? Go to Unnatural 20s. She's almost out of her 20s, so you only have a year left to listen to this show before it goes away forever, I assume. Just three people talking about how it is to exist in their 20s and how to get through life. They leave their fate to roll of a D20. Tell me something else to talk about, Ryan.
0: Is there a 30-sided die?
1: Should we make one? How, how many...
0: Is there, like, a rule for you have to have this amount of sides to be a die?
1: I know there's a hundred-sided die, which you need, you old fuck.
0: Because you think that I'm a hundred years old.
1: I mean, you're somewhere in between 30 and a hundred.
0: Should I start a show called Unnatural 100s?
1: Please, I will guest anytime you need. I would also understand I'll mean to you a lot if you don't ask me to guest.
0: No, yeah, you're a fucking piece of shit to me.
1: In my head, Ryan, I am pronouncing correctly every eighth word. How true is that?
0: Ah, it's more true than you think, but less true than you'd want to think.
1: That's what podcasts.
0: Social media, Mike. Where can you find us?
1: your pop filter. On Twitter. On Instagram. Those are the only ones that matter. We don't Facebook anymore because we're not too old. We don't TikTok because we are too old.
0: (laughs) Who was that? Us. Was was that Bloodhound Gang? I feel like you were about to start a Bloodhound Gang song. (laughs) Next week, Mike, uh, Cassie might be back. That would be weird.
1: That would be I, I don't believe it.
0: And we're going to wrap up our coverage of Hitmonkey. So we're going to do a full season length, but also last two episode length review of Hitmonkey. Oh, good. Are you excited? Like, do you think that this is going to be a good show in the superhero annals or a bad show in the superhero annals?
1: Probably a good show in the superhero annals. We'll also probably be dealing with the Flash Armageddon ending and River Vale ending.
0: And we'll see if Mike and I can text each other and convince each other to watch Sabrina on Riverdale.
1: I thought you were going to say super crooks and I was going to say no thank you but Sabrina on Riverdale maybe.
0: Alright. I'm going to drive Mike to rehab. Everybody else keep watching those TV shows. no,
1: no. Is that the most delightful, polite way to say no to rehab? No, no, no. No, you need it. You need the rehab.